Good morning, family. Good morning, family. Morning, family. <laughs> uh, we are here. We are gathered together to celebrate Thursday. What is the talk? <laughs> today is Thursday. Um, it is a beautiful sunny day today, and I am. I I slept in, like. I remember sleeping my whole life and not remember sleeping. So I remember sleep. the act of sleeping. I know I went to sleep, but I don't remember the sleeping part. And it's like when you wake up like that, you you, you can face the day. You can <laughs> you can seize the day. You can join God in the day that he has made in a very exuberant. So I woke up very exuberant. So for two days, I don't remember sleeping. I just remember waking up. So, um, I did not even hear the alarm today and I, I, in the background, I heard the alarm go off and you know how Google likes to tell us what's happening today. So I heard that there were three entries into the calendar and I heard it was either, it was minus 21 and then it's going to warm up to four degrees. No, but there's a problem right <laughs> so now. I don't think that was true. There's a problem right now because Google in the in the morning routine is giving us the weather in Fahrenheit. Oh, that, okay. <laughs> then, which is, I keep meaning to fix it. I'm so not I sure why it. it's okay. doing that. It just happened all of a sudden. And it's really annoying because like one morning I woke up and Google was like a high of 26. And I was like, you're lying to me. I know you're lying. Google went American. <laughs> and I'm super excited today because we get a new kitchen. Yes. Not at our private residence, but at our new rental location. So we have a whole new stainless steel kitchen, and that, I like that gets me excited. It's exciting. Yeah, it's we're exciting. setting up shop in a, a new location, and uh, we get the we officially get the keys February the first. So we, we brew kombucha. Brew kombucha as a social enterprise. We're a bunch of alcoholics and ex uh, crackheads and codependents, and we get together under one roof to volunteer and. Brew kombucha for the rest of the world. So if you want, if if you want the nectar of the gods, we have that for you. Sometimes I call it the nectar of the gods. I know. Is I, that I, is I, that blasphemy? I don't approve. But oh, you don't approve. Okay, that's fine. Um, well, I used to call other things the nectar of the gods. Um, and I don't it came think in we want to models. participate in the nectar of the gods. Like I just don't think we are here to appease the gods that's not what we're here for so isn't that what our I'm life just, is joking. revolved around is to appease god hey janet hi janet how you doing this morning Good aunt morning, tammy Jane. yeah welcome to the uh, live stream and we are going to get into our reading who am i reading today did you read yesterday i think you are reading you read the odd days right. and i, I read nope. it yeah because you labeled me <laughs> as odd, odd so judgy. it just helped simplify us remembering mm. I cannot hurt others without hurting myself. This is a compelling reason for taking thought before I release words that might set off an angry interchange. Have I ever considered that the impulse to say something unkind comes from my own guilt and unease, which erupts in blows against others? It may be a momentary release for me, but it returns like a boomerang to increase my own discomfort Impatience with others also only generates their impatience. Their impatience with me. Impatience with others only generates their impatience with me. Mm. Impulsive, <laughs> impulsive criticism at a at a meeting can only 
or anywhere, impulsive criticism can affect the unity of the group of any... on which I depend for my help. Does it say that again? Like, <laughs> impulsive, impulsive criticism. criticism. No one liked impulsive criticism at any level. I don't it's like getting know. cold water thrown in your face or somebody sneezing in your face. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt. There's that. a there, but there is a significant thing to be understood about that 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 I actually came to realize that there was it didn't matter where I went, I was going to be unhappy and critical and critical and impulsive. And, and I mean, I didn't think I was that person, but and because for me it was mostly on the inside, and so you know a huge part. But it still comes out. And so a huge part for like the last many years has, because this was something I realized a long time ago, was realizing that. And then just like, yeah, anyway, I can take that wherever I go because it comes from the inside. Yeah. Um, Impulsive criticism um, affects unity. And it also affects, because this is like where I'm going to get my help. And so today's reminder If only I can learn to quiet my mind before I speak. I do not want to act with impatience and hostility, for I know it will react on me. It is a mistake to think this requires self-control. Patience can be acquired by learning to let go of self-will. Jonathan Swift said, Whoever is out of patience is out of possession of his soul. Men must not turn into bees who kill themselves in stinging others. Wow. Hurt people, hurt people. That's that. So here's my thought. One of my favorite lines from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, when I first read it, there's a part where it says, um, we're like, like when, when we're in early recovery, we're like, we came out of the storm cellar. Mm-hmm. And, and we're on a farm and we peek our heads up and we go, hey, look, Ma, I don't see anything wrong here as the tornado had already gone through. Mm-hmm. And the reality is in my re- in my addiction, I said I was the only one that I was hurting. That's a delusion that lets me be able to get away with doing the things I would do and leave for a couple of days. And so I said, I'm only hurting you. But as the you're clean, only hurting yourself. I'm only, but it's that's untrue. It wasn't true. And and so as the cleanup comes, no, but so wait and hold on that thought. From my perspective, I thought that I was helping others. Mm. Not that I was only hurting myself. I actually thought I was helping others. So your delusion is. My delusion is I'm only hurting myself, and your delusion would be I'm very I'm helpful. Just trying to like help. people need me to clean up all their messes. Yes. So then, for me, the, the, as the tornado recedes, as we do the cleanup, then um, what's happening inside of me is still the things like. So I have to come into the realization through an inventory process of what's actually in me because whatever's in you, you, you we push it down, but it, it still cause cause and effect. And so I can be very hurtful with my words. I don't even know that I'm doing it. Right. So as the tornado recedes, I become more aware and it's like going to the gym where I have a gym teacher. And it's not about self-effort, but it's about the effort that I put into the practices of the cleanup of the mm-hmm. tornado. Mm-hmm. So what comes, 
So I think we can, it's such a fine line to be a tornado and hurt people, to be a gentle breeze that caresses your body and your face in, in, in the summertime. And it's like such a fine line because one day, one moment I'm a gentle breeze on, on you and then the next moment you're like, ah, I'm in a tornado. You're so mean to me. And then I'm always trying to figure out, or, you know, I'd always be trying to figure out why is that person acting like that? Oh, they're so, you know whatever but meanwhile zero recognition of like what i did like no Mm -hmm. recognition of like you know what's inside of me so exactly what you're saying that process of like bringing up that stuff and like being able to see Mm -hmm. um my real my and the way the way we do inventory is that we actually get to see how we've hurt the people around us with our cast of characters that, that are talking to us all the time and then the belief systems that we have, the expectations around that we have. And we actually see that we've hurt people in this manner mm-hmm. and now we can start the cleanup. Now we can start the process of of going to people to amend relationships, right. not right. just say sorry, but actually make amendments. Mm-hmm. And so that's the beautiful thing of recovery. We actually are involved in the cleanup process. And as we do that, we have this spiritual experience. I feel like, I feel like that this morning, like, I feel like that this morning because I was at our new space and our old space is like a shoebox. And this new space is open and glorious. And I feel like that's part of the cleanup inside of me. It it gives us such joy and peace and, and, and excitement inside because there's a, there's a whole new building that's being constructed Mm -hmm. and fixed up. Mm -hmm. And so I, I thought of this last night in a meeting is that I feel like once I made conscious contact with you, like I, my eyes are open to you and your little cheerleading jacket and your big mane, uh, like a horse mane, and you come prancing in and you catch my eye and my heart fluttered. And I remember this in grade 12 and I think you're in grade 10. And I remember, you know, like I, you caught my eye. And then two years later, I stopped you. No, I, we, we, we had conscious contact. No, you stopped me. No, we had conscious contact. And it changed everything in my heart. So I think, do we have that conscious contact with God that makes our heart flutter, that that is so real that it's going to actually start changing the trajectory of my life and my heart? Um, and I think that I think that God is like we're like in a fishbowl, and God is the 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 water. Like God's all around us, and and we're just we're plugged up to it. So we just have to ask God to pull the hair of the drain and uh, it's fear and resentment and guilt and shame and all those things that plug us up for the flow of God's spirit to come through us. And so do I have the same excitement when I wake up because I get to be part of God's day and this new construction, Um, just like we did so many years ago. And I bought you a grape crush and I th- dropped you in a puddle. And it's like my heart, like my heart was different when I was around you. So if God is truly around and inside of me, it says the, 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 the great fact is really understanding God. The central fact is that he comes into my heart. Hmm. And so do I wake up with that flutter of like, it's going to be a good day. Well, I think you woke up with that flutter today. <laughs> I got the flutters. 
That's all I have to say. <laughs> so I think it's a fine line of being a tornado or a gentle breeze. And so today, um, can I recognize where I'm being a tornado, where I'm where I'm tornadoing in 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 some parts of recovery? If you look it up, there's a tornado exercise that Mark Houston does, and uh, we get to see the damage uh, that we do. We get to see the the we we invoke people's. Um, Is that like a document? Like a yeah, yeah, you'll be able to find it. Just look up Mark Houston uh, tornado exercise, mm. um, and and so we we do that throughout the day. We provoke people. We cause jealousy. Like we we say things because we want to be noticed and and seen, and then it like it or, helpful. Up, com- or helpful, and we're competing. And so it was it was really hard. Like my friend and I have talked about this quite a lot to realize like how much trouble we caused because. We just wanted to help and have good ideas, mm, you know, mm. and yeah, it's sad. May your heart flutter today through your relationship with God. May you feel that closeness, that conscious contact that will actually propel your heart in a different direction and be a gentle breeze until we meet again. Keep the peace, be of good behavior and wash your hands. <laughs>